A note to our listeners. The following podcast is uncensored, explicit, and not appropriate for, well, anyone really, but especially children. Unless you're a horrible parent. In which case, hey kids. Also, if you're listening to one of our first episodes, please remember that we were just a couple of dumb guys. Always have been, and always will be. We may have said some things back then that we would not say now. Context is key, and we continue to grow and learn. However, if you hear us say something truly offensive, we're sorry. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Crimes Against Pop Culture Podcast. I'm Ricky. And I'm Jerry. Where each week we watch and discuss movies that Jerry has never seen, but really should have. And occasionally some that I've never seen, but mostly Jerry. Jerry, it's your birthday. It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Jerry. Aw, yes, son. So, since it's Jerry's birthday, that means today has got to be June 16th, 2011. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. No, 1978. <laughs> we would be talking right now. In my and birthday. In my here, birthday. We're here on a special day today because it's Jerry's birthday, in case you didn't really catch that first part. Hey, Ricky, did you know today's my birthday? Give a fuck. <laughs> Stop touching me. So, yes, yeah, so we're back for another episode of Crimes Against Pop Culture. Crimes Against Pop Culture! On today's episode, we're watching and continuing on with the Rocky franchise with Rocky number four. Ding, ding, ding. Round four. Number cuatro. Man, it's been four Rockies already. We've had our highs, mm -hmm. and then our lows, uh -huh. and then our highs again. And I don't know what you're going to think about this one. We'll I'm see. just looking forward to seeing Drago. Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. I, I, I think uh, his, his character seemed to resonate, I think, with uh, a lot of people. As the enemy or whatever. Especially, well, yeah. I guess, during the time of... This was during the time of the Cold War, right? Yeah, because so. it's 85. I don't know when the Cold War exactly ended. So, uh, well, it ended... So, I think it ended with um, with the... Uh, didn't, wasn't it wasn't the end of it when they tore down the Berlin Wall? Okay, and when was that? 92? Something like that. Yeah, so... So, like, we're in the middle of the Cold 89? War. Cold War. I don't 90? Know. So, yeah. So, this movie was from 1985. I mean, you're right in the thick of the Cold War yeah, at that point. Yeah, so... So it was, I mean, I think this is why, and we'll, I'll get to the, the actual numbers that the movie made. I think this is why this particular movie broke, I, I, I don't know about records like as far as other movies, but as far as in the franchise, mm -hmm. this was the highest grossing of all, th of all the previous three. Really? And I think that was why. I think it was because it was the Russians versus the, the United States. I mean, above, above and beyond the first one, the third one, because so far those are my two favorites, first and third. Yeah. And, and I don't know how much wow. exactly, but I know it it made bank. It made a lot of money for Mr. Stallone. That's crazy. So this one again, like the previous ones, rated PG, rated PG. It was directed by Sylvester Stallone, written by Sylvester Stallone, starring Sylvester Stallone. Mm -hmm. He was probably a gaffer. He was probably a cameraman. I heard he was the caterer. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> he had all sorts of... He was wearing all types of hats again in this movie. Um... The, the returning characters in this one are, again, 
Talia Shire, who played Adrian. Adrian! Burt Young, who played Polly. Hey, yo, Polly. And Carl Weathers, who played Apollo. Hey, yo, Apollo. Who we find out from the, in the last movie that him and Rocky kind of become friends. I think they become lovers. I hope they became lovers. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, there's going to be no Meredith, um, no Burgess Meredith in this one. No oh. Mickey. I think there might be some, some like, flashbacks or maybe some, like, little, like, a small part, but... He's not actually in the movie. Like right. He's not a part of the, the actual cast. Um, we actually have some notables this time. Um, we did last week, I know, but I mean, and from the previous other, from the first two movies, we, we actually, we're getting into some famous people now. Mm-hmm. Um, Brigitte Nielsen is in this. Really? Yeah. Wow. And she plays Ludmilla Vobet Drago. Oh, so... Uh, His wife. Yvonne's wife. Yvonne's wife. Um, Dolph Mrs. Lundgren. M- Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Flava Flav herself. Mrs. I think she was Mrs. Stallone first. What? I think they got. I think they were married. They I don't know married. if it was during this the filming of this movie, uh-huh. but I think I think uh, her and Mr. Stallone uh, were married. Did they really? Which is weird because if you, Stallone is really small, he's what like we said. What we said it was he was five ten last week. Uh huh. And I think she's like six feet something. I think she's tall. She's yeah, a tall lady. All right. So Brigitte Nielsen is a Danish actress. Musician and rea- musician and reality TV personality. She began her career with appearances in the 1985 films Red Sonia, Rocky IV, and is also known for her marriage to Sylvester Stallone. See, yeah, they were married. Right, yeah. I don't think she was ever married to a Flavor Flav, by the way. I think they were just together yeah. on, that, on that show. Yeah, they were just fucking around. Um, and also, a notable that I, that I think needs mentioning is the godfather of soul himself, Mr. James motherfucking Brown. So this is the movie where he comes out. Oh, yeah. And he sings Coming to America, I think, right? Yeah. Or not Coming to America, but Living not, in America. Living in America. Living in America. I don't know the name of the song, but yeah, he comes out in this. Living in America. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Don't kiss myself. So, this movie, I don't, I didn't, I couldn't find the budget for this. Um, I looked on Box Office Mojo and just, they didn't have a budget for this film. But I assume it was within. Office Mojo sucks. Because I know the, I know the last. What did we say? The last film. The last film was budgeted seventeen million. At seventeen million. So, if the numbers are, you know, if they kind of stayed in the same ballpark, then this movie had around a budget of around twenty million, because it it opened up at nineteen million in the United States. Sorry, say that again. It opened up at nineteen million dollars. The so, opening weekend. Okay. So if it follows from the previous movies, then I'm assuming it made a, it, they probably budgeted about the same amount. Because remember last week, Rocky Three was budgeted seventeen, and it made sixteen in its first week. Mm-hmm. So I think so. It probably had a budget of like twenty million. According to this, the million. budget for Rocky Four was twenty-eight million dollars. Also, even more than that, so thirty million, which was, <laughs> which was a, yeah, between twenty-eight and thirty million is definitely. I'm sorry. So yeah, so that means that so it made its money back and more. In the U.S., it grossed 127 million. God dang! And foreign, the foreign returns were 172 million. So put that together, it's what it made over, over 300, 300 million. million. No wonder he kept doing these. I mean, they were a cash cow yeah, for him, basically. That's why I'm telling you. I think that's why he made Part Six, mm-hmm. Rocky Balboa, because there was no need to make it, but he made it. Yeah, that's all I have for as far as like the little stars and budget. Um, I got some some cool trivia. Well, at least non-spoiler t- trivia. Non-spoiler, right? We we we're dividing up the trivia into spoiler. And okay, so for anyone who listened to last week's episode, I want to apologize real fast because I had said that twelve thousand people had auditioned for Clubber Lang. Uh huh. 
That was incorrect. <laughs> it was twelve hundred. Wait a minute. You I were, was adamant that it was twelve. I thought I saw twelve thousand. You were inaccurate in your, in yes, your information. Shut up. <laughs> but this time, Still. but this time, this time I actually had someone actually look at the number to make sure I wasn't reading it wrong. <laughs> and eight thousand people actually auditioned for the part of Ivan Ivan Drago. Eight thousand. Yeah, that's a bunch yeah. of people. Because even twelve hundred is a lot of people. Yeah. If you think about it, like twelve hundred people in one room gotta be a big ass fucking room yep you know so i think it, it just goes to show the the how popular rocky got as it went on right because i mean eight thousand people eight thousand is a lot of people that's the size of a small town like a you know like your small middle of america towns and they're about eight thousand people yeah. so. some of them um another another cool fun fact is since you already know that dolph london dolph london's in the movie he was actually turned down for the role of ivan drago at first what he wasn't he wasn't the first choice he wasn't the one that I don't know who else was was in consideration, but it took him six months to win the role. He actually finally like it took him six months to finally get like to send uh, um, Sylvester Stallone like his pictures and stuff, mm. and to get a meeting with Sylvester Stallone. And that's when Sylvester was like, "Okay, I'm considering you, but you need to gain 20, 20 pounds in muscle." Like you see again, like what like I said about Mr. T for part three, I would have thought Dolph Lundgren would have been a shoe in. He's tall. I'm sure he was. Yeah, but you Athletic. also got to think how many other actors are out there that probably fit that not the exact same dimensions as as Dolph Lundgren, but similar. I don't know. And actors who've acted in movies. Now, this isn't his first his acting debut. Right. He had another movie that he was in, but he didn't have like a, a major part in it. I think he was like someone's bodyguard in, an, in another movie. Let's see. So it wasn't like you know, like he was experienced, experienced. He's also Swedish. What did we say about... Oh, no, the other one was Dane, Brigitte Nelson. Yeah, she's a Dane. But, like, yeah, along the same lines that you said, it's like... I would have thought... thought, Yeah, you you, you look at him, you're like, shooing. There's no way that you can't pick it. Who else are you going to pick to play this part? But you could say that about all... Any role, right? I mean, Spider Man when when, when Tobey Maguire was first announced, it was like, what? Yeah, Tobey Maguire, really? Yeah. Yeah. And then you now you watch him and you're like. I can't see who he, else could have done with it. With the new Spider-Man coming out, I don't know who that guy is. I don't he know. He might he might end up impressing. But him. I have the same. I'm like, oh, impressing us. Who like, does this guy? What's his face? According to this, uh, Lundgren's breakthrough was this movie, Rocky IV. He was in A View to a Kill, which was a James Bond movie. He was someone's bodyguard, and I guess that was his first. Right, but he wasn't. It yes. wasn't like he was an actor. Like and it, you know, it says here Grace Jones, who got uh, got Lundgren his first part in. In a film, which was that of you to a kill. That's funny. Grace Jones. Who's know. Grace Jones? She's the black girl. She's from Red Sonia. Skinny black girl. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, I remember. So, yeah. So that's, all. that's pretty funny. So, yeah. So, not a shoe in which is kind of... That's that's interesting. I would have thought, right, you know, right off the bat. Another kind of weird trivia fact that I found was, I guess everyone thinks that the final countdown is a part of this movie. Oh, really? I it's... I've never heard of... Anyone saying that it was oh, part hey, of Rocky? A final countdown. That's not in Rocky Four, but I guess it, I guess people a lot of people confused it with Bill Conti's music. Oh, okay. But I think this is the only one that he didn't actually write the music for, which is weird. But I'm sure it was done kind of in the same vein, right? Some in a similar style. So whoever, whoever, yeah, they probably thought Bill it was... Conti was like, well, let's just keep it going with that kind of style, and I'm sure it sounded very similar. Are, are we talking about like the the music used during the montage? Like the training montages and stuff? Or? I'm not sure. Like I said, when I was reading the uh, the trivia, it, all it said was that people 
commonly mistaking mistake the final countdown for being in this movie. In this movie. Probably because of the synth- synthesizer riffs. Yeah. Oddly enough, final countdown was part of our uh, part of some of our audio clips yesterday. Part of one of our audio clips at, <laughs> one the, of the, mashups. at the pub quiz. Yeah, we were doing the uh, mashups and. <laughs> all right well that's all i have for now as far now, as like the non-spoil the non-spoiler non-spoiler trivia because i don't want to all the other stuff kind of spoils a little bit of the movie i don't want to give anything away yeah i'm looking forward to this one because i've seen it you know uh clips it, of it fe- you know featured everywhere uh, i remember i remember very clearly when i first watched i want to say blue harvest but when the, the family guy spoofs on star wars mm-hmm. it was blue harvest and something 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 dark side and I think it was in that one because in that one, Chris slash Luke is is training under Yoda slash the, I don't know, whatever that dude is. The, the store clerk. The, the yeah, the store clerk guy. So during his little Jedi training montage, they, they inter, Seth MacFarlane inter, intersected, interspliced. The uh, final countdown? No, it's oh. footage from Rocky Four of the training montage into it. So it looked like he was training to fight Ivan Drago. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I know, you know, I've seen uh, references to it and everything. Yeah, this, this movie is referenced a lot. And I think I've it, never seen it. Again, I think it goes back to the whole Russia versus the United States, the whole Cold War thing. Do we know? Well, I guess we'll know later, but um, I was going to ask, do we know if this was the highest grossing of, the, of all the films? I think it was. I, I really didn't go that much that further, that much far into the, uh, into the research. Okay. I figured we, we could always go back to it if we can, if we have to. Very good. So I'm ready. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's watch Rocky Four. Sweet. All right, we'll be back. We'll be back. Hearts on fire. Well, what'd you think? <laughs> wait, 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 let's go back. Let's go back. Hold on, hold on. Hearts on fire. Strong desire. I thought we were changing the lyrics to butts on fire. Ah, oh, come on. Butts on fire. Cause I farted. So yes. as you can tell, we're back. Yes, hi, we're back. So we just finished watching Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Ding ding. No, I'm sorry. Ding ding. Ding ding. <laughs> so, um, I liked it. Still, part three I think is still my favorite. Okay. Followed by one, and I'll put this one. Two I guess is still my least favorite of the four yeah. so far. But uh, uh, but this one was good. You know, it, I'm starting to notice a <laughs> a pattern here. Rocky, it's almost like he's you know up and he comes down a little bit and then he has to come bring himself back up. It's the same kind of basic model throughout the, all all the movies. Yeah. And uh, this one I don't think is any different. Um, well, I think that one started with part two because he was kind of always down in part one. Yeah. And he kind of rolls himself up to that level to where he can compete with. Well, him. he was a contender. Right. Contender. But um, I think because in part two after he's yeah I guess you're right. He kind of has all the money, and he he kind of has to go back to his roots to kind of fight um, Apollo again. Right. Yeah. So I, I suppose you're right. That starting with two, there's a there's a basic structure of living pretty well. He gets knocked down a notch or two, then he has to build himself back up to be the winner at the end. So along um, the same lines of, that, of what you're talking about is what I wanted to point out. Um, if you notice, if you think back to the beginning of part three, beginning of part three. where he's the champion, he's yes. got all the money. The way he's training for for Clubber Lang is like he's in that that theater Showy. and he's showing. Uh-huh. It's kind of kind of goes along the same with the, along the same lines as what Ivan Drago is doing, where right. he's got all the equipment. I thought it was Drago. It's Drago. <laughs> That's how we say it in French. 
But I mean, it kind of it's kind of similar in the fact that it may not be showy, but it's like he's got all the nice equipment. He's mm-hmm. in he's in, in he's indoors. Right. He doesn't have to worry about the heat, the cold. Like you know, it's, it's, he's got all the all he's got everything he needs as far as the stuff that he needs for training. Whereas Rocky doesn't he has, doesn't have anything. All he has is what, whatever's in that barn mm-hmm. or that that house that he's living in in Russia, the like, farmhouse. Whatever's yeah, available whatever's available is that's what he has. That's what right. he's training with. I, but I think the the key difference between the the two, um, in how you were saying how Rocky about how Rocky was training and had like you know the fancy gym and everyone around him and stuff, that was show. I think the way Drago was uh, training in this one was just they wanted him to be at the optimal physical. Uh, uh, condition right. by using the latest in technology. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really see it as much of a show because yeah. he didn't really have like people, like a, a crowd of fans or anything like that, you know, watching him as he trained. It was just he had a team of scientists and fucking doctors and shit that, wow. you know, a bunch of machines and computers that were measuring his strength and his, you know, punching uh, strength and stuff like that, you know. It's, Way to kill my mojo, Jerry. Pounds. I'm sorry, not, dude. I'm 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 Jerry. I don't care if it's your fucking birthday, dude. That's that's wrong. I'm Jerry the Thunder Stealer. You just cut my Steve off. I de-steved you. You de-steved me. That's what I do. I'm I'm Jerry the Thunder Stealer. <laughs> yes. All right. So let me go ahead and uh, let me start off with. The... So I'm sorry, but to, oh. to wrap it up. Wrap it up. Baby. Wrap it up. So I I enjoyed it, and there were I didn't get nearly as excited at the at the climactic fight as I did in part three but there were a couple times during that fight where I was just like yeah yeah get him fucking knock his ass out <laughs> fucking red hate that fucking Russian but I you know what as hateful as Drago was he was he still wasn't to me not as hateful as, as Clever Lang. Lang as Clever Lang yeah I don't know Something about Clever, man. That Mr. T. And nothing the way against, Mr. T. Yeah, nothing is Mr. T. No, no, Mr. Not T. Is a nice guy. I mean, he's he's a great guy from what but I hear. But that character just. But that character and just the 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 fine, just the excellent way that he played it was just. I mean, I I took an instant dislike to him right yeah. off the bat. So, um, yeah, I I still as far as rooting for Rocky, part three was was a little better. But this one was fun. This one was good. I liked it. I liked it. Okay, so let, let me let me go ahead and uh, finish off my my trivia. Spoilerific trivia. My spoilerific trivia. Well, you know, of course, we all know that, that Stallone fights uh, Mr. London at the end here. Yes. Um, Rocky versus Ivan Drago. I don't know. I just can't. I, I love saying that whole name, Ivan Drago. I know. It's like they at the beginning at the be, on the at the beginning credits, and even here, I'm looking at this at this pause screen. They only list the character as Drago. Yeah. And, but it's, he has a full, has name. A full name. It's Ivan Drago. I mean, <laughs> and I, I, I like you. I like saying the full exactly. the full name too. It just has a little more, a little more punch, so to speak. So while they were filming the movie, Stallone thought it would be a, an, an awesome idea to make the the fights the fight a little more authentic. What? So he made or he asked Lundgren to hit him to actually punch him for reals. Shut the fuck up. Which didn't turn out so good for Mr. Rocky. What happened? <laughs> so during, I think, uh, after a few takes, London hit Stallone. Uh-huh. And afterwards, Stallone kind of felt like a, a burning in his chest. You know? Didn't feel right. Uh-oh. So at first, he kind of ignored it, and they kept going. And then eventually, he just he couldn't go on, he couldn't go on anymore. It just it kind of hurt too much. Uh-huh. So, of course, he goes to the doctor, and he's, he gets admitted. He's in the hospital for eight days. It, they found out later that I guess London had hit him so hard that his heart literally was knocked 
got knocked up against the inside of his chest. Are you serious? And it swelled up so much that it started to it started to cut the circulation from in his body. Dude. So, Mr. Stallone literally could have died because of this. That's his fucking heart. He could have died. <laughs> And all just in all for the sake of authenticity, because they were hitting each other. I mean, it wasn't like they were pulling punches. And because you, in mo, in in all the fights that you see, seeing them now as an adult and kind of having that critical eye where you can kind of like you know what's fake, you know what's real. Mm-hmm. A lot of the fights, you can tell that almost all those none of the punches connect. I don't think any of them. Yeah, none. Up but until, but it's like now, but. but you can you can tell now more than than I, oh, I could tell more now than I was. When I was younger, when I was of younger, course. I was like, oh my god, this is the best. Yeah, and they're beating the shit out of each other. But as an adult, you know, okay, they're pulling punches. They're not really punching each other. So for him to be like, hey, let's do this for real. Right. And so he, like, didn't, he didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. Right. And I guess he hit him so hard that... It, his heart it, moved. His heart. It swelled. And it was cutting off... Dude! <laughs> Stallone could have died. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay, so what a dumbass! Jerry had already alluded to one of my previous comments oh, or one of my previous trivia was that this film wasn't actually filmed in Russia; it was filmed Whoa. in Wyoming. As far as well, the training sequence was filmed in Wyoming. Right. I forgot what film we're in Wyoming. Oh, who cares? It's Wyoming. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the actual fight scene, that ring, whatever, the inside the ring, they're they're fighting in Vancouver, British Columbia. I thought that was pretty interesting. Nice. None of it was, that was actually filmed in Russia, which um, makes sense because mm-hmm. in the high, at the height of the Cold War, who knows if they'd be friendly enough to be like, "Sure, come on over and film your movie, Americans." Our, you know, <laughs> we love you so much. Yeah. Um, Seeing as how you're putting us in such a great light, yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> and contrary to what what we what we see here in this movie, where Ivan Durago goes over to the United States to become a professional fighter, right? Um, Soviet Soviet soldiers or Soviet fighters weren't allowed to fight professional fighters during the Cold War, wow. and I'm assuming that's all political, and, right? You know, not letting not letting their kind mingle with our kind. So, so that was part of the political climate. That was part of their yeah, is that their they weren't rules. allowed to, and so that was an inaccuracy as far as the politics were concerned, right? Of the movie, as far as the facts were, right? The facts. Um, and then my last one, the only thing, the only thing I have left is uh. Carl Weathers and Dolph Lundgren didn't really like each other. Oh, really? They actually kind of did not. They had a dislike for each other. And it went so far as to they actually had a, an altercation during the filming of the of their, I'm assuming their fight scene. What? Yeah, and had to be actually pried apart. Well, I've heard Dolph Lundgren isn't that nice of a guy. I don't he know. He doesn't seem, I don't know. I don't know, that, that, I don't know how, how true that is. It just... And I, I don't remember, I, can't, I couldn't recall, if you asked me to right now, I couldn't recall where it is that I've read that or heard that or anything. So uh, where did you read a, that? It, or heard I, that? You know, Ricky, I really, I'm going to de-Steve you. Uh, so, but it, I, I seem to have this sense of someone having said something about Dolph Lundgren not being that nice of a person. So yeah. that doesn't really surprise me. I don't know anything about Carl Weathers. I mean, he is, what is he? He's, he is Swedish, right? Uh, yeah, he's Swedish. So, I mean, you know those Swedish people. The Swedes. So just angry. They're just assholes. Angry people. <laughs> just an angry culture. Yeah, just mean. <laughs> just <laughs> I would. I want to go as far as to say that they're meaner than the Russians. Ooh. Just wow. Just Urgh. hateful. Yeah. yeah. They never say hi to you. They just they growl. I must break you. I must break you. <laughs> so that's all I got. Those are all so, my spoilerific. So yeah, I, I wonder how. I wonder who was the. 
real like antagonist between the, you know between those two and that little rivalry or whatever the little dislike discord if you will between the two I, i'd have to i'd have to go with i know it's kind of surprising but i'd have to go with carl weathers really just because he's been he, you know at that point he's been around for a while uh-huh. i mean i'm not i don't know what else he's what other what other stuff he's been in but I well, mean, he'd already had three movies under three his movies, belt as right. far as we know right so it's like, who is this kid coming into, you know, and yeah, on a hit set? And yeah, it was breakout film, right. not, not necessarily his debut, like you said. But it was, the one, that, it was the one that kind of pushed him into the light. And he was, but the point is that Dolph Lundgren himself was new on the scene. Mm-hmm. So Carl Weathers was, you, you might be right. He was probably like, dude, I'm the veteran. Yeah, you know, was you're, he was like, he's the old dog. Turf. He's right. the old dog on the pound, you know, in the pound. And he probably know? was like, he was, thought he was hot shit because, you know, he's buddy buddy with Sylvester Stallone. Not only the that, stars on the planet. He was tall. He was handsome. Right. He was Built, swole. Got a little crush on Carl just, Weathers there. Dude. I was just no, I was talking about Dolph Lundgren. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Did you see his package, man? <laughs> That's swole right there. Swedish sausage. <laughs> sorry. His <laughs> Swedish meatballs. Yeah. Nice. High five. High five. So yeah, that's all I have. All so. right. Some of my observations. Since when is a present a prize? There's a scene. I know. There's a scene where Rocky is. Um, that was disconcerting. It, it, he was celebrating, I guess, uh, uh, Adrian, his and Adrian's anniversary a week early. I think it was. Yeah, and said. it was their ninth anniversary. And it was their ninth anniversary. So not really that significant, I guess, or whatever. But I mean, it's an anniversary. Yeah, it's an anniversary. But he, but regardless, he's a week early, and so he comes in and he says. Hey, yo, Adrian, I got you this prize. And I'm like, and and then then it's, they, a little, it's a little gift and a little, you know, yeah, and ribbon they, and a box. And then they, and they have a few more lines that they exchange. And he and says then he, it again. And he says, yeah, open your prize. Open your prize, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a box of fucking Cracker Jacks. <laughs> no, not just that, but it's not like it's a trophy or a medal. She didn't or, win anything. Yeah, it's like. She didn't enter a contest. It's a present, dude, or at least a gift. Call it a Maybe gift. she entered the contest of life. Aww. Okay, I'm not. I can't. I can't get <laughs> that one. Sorry, <laughs> it's just lame. So yeah, I, that was. I thought it was. I, I noticed it too, and I was like, prize? Yeah. Like really? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I loved how um, the initial, the 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 very first headline we see on like, I guess it was Sports Illustrator or whatever. But the, one of the very very first headlines we see is Russia invades U.S. and in smaller print, sports <laughs> just underneath. <laughs> So, I mean, this movie seriously was all Cold War propaganda. Yeah, of I course mean, it, it really was. was it was all pro-United States. And and uh, they allude to the fact that, you know, obviously that they're going through a Cold War and, oh, we're not political like that or something like that. You know, they, they allude to the fact that, that that's going on. But, I mean, just the, the cold, you know, um, inscrutable... Uh, you know the uh, demeanor persona. that they, yeah. yeah the demeanor because the they're Russians just like had, just really just stone faced really you know stoic straight yeah no stoic yeah and then you got the U S all the fa- all the all the reporters are like all crazy and asking ah. questions and loud well and here's what gets me is that okay the exhibition fight between Apollo and Drago at, at the beginning uh it, like i said it's an exhibition fight so of course there's going to be a lot and it's in and it's in las vegas you know so there's lots of fireworks and music and dancers and lights going and carl weathers comes out in his uncle sam freaking with lights on it costume and he's dancing around you know james really, really entertaining and, and james brown comes james out and sings living in america godfather's soul freaking 
Drago comes out from comes up from underneath the stage. He gets like elevated, like lifted up into onto the main stage, and he gets lifted up into this like just cacophony of noise and you know just everything. Nice. Thank you. Cacophony. I think it's actually cacophony, but whatever. My, uh, my Steve moved. Steve moved. <laughs> but anyway, it was very showy. My point is, that it was very you know all about the show. And then yeah, to a lesser degree. But when you got to the fight at the end, where it's in Russia. It was almost the same thing because they had this, you know, they had the, the, yeah, it was a military band and they were probably singing the Russian national anthem or whatever it was. But um, they bring up this, I mean, humongous poster of, of Drago and it's just, you know, it's a hand, it's painted and he looks like a freaking war hero or something just, and it's huge. And they start lighting the fireworks around the sign and stuff. So I'm like, these guys are just, you know, almost as showy as the Americans are. Well, I'm, I'm not sure if they mentioned it in the movie. I don't remember catching it. He's actually on IMBD. He's actually, I think his character is like a lieutenant commander or something or, or a oh. captain. I can't remember what his rank is, but he is part of the military. That makes sense because so, it looks like he's wearing a military uniform when he's introduced. At the, yeah, at the beginning. At the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie, he has, the, he has that, that, that green with red... Um, Soviet, Soviet military, colors, yeah. yeah. Soviet military uniform. That very clean, very... Dude. <laughs> straight. Looked like you could probably cut a tomato on that suit. <laughs> but yeah. But so yeah, was, you, you could tell... Interesting. You could tell how at the beginning it was all pro-USA. And I'm not going to say it was they were pro-Russia or pro-USSR at the end, but it was like... They were trying to they show They were trying to show, side. yeah, like, like this is how they view us. Mm-hmm. You know, like this... They're very more of a... I don't want to say self... I'm not even sure what the word I'm looking for is, but just, just the other side of the coin. Yeah, they're just trying to show the other side of the coin, and it's it's funny because you know throughout all these movies, pretty much, um, even though let's say in the first one Rocky wasn't uh, the the favored to win or whatever, he was never really hated mm-hmm. until this this movie when he goes to Russia and he's introduced. He hears the booze. Yeah, and like he that's even, foreign he even to talks him. about it. Yeah, and he's just like, and he's walking, and he's like, kind of trying to ignore it. But you can tell that it got to him, you know. And and I even turned to Ricky while we're watching that. I'm like, oh, he's not used to that, mm-hmm. you know. He's used to people cheering. Because even in the, even in the first one, he literally is an unknown. Unknown. No right. one knows him, so it's like you can't. The crowd wasn't really booing him at the time. No. I'm assuming that there were boos only because he wasn't the champion. Right. Everyone. And then in part liked. Everyone right. Loved. And uh, in part Paul. two and part three. At that point, you know, it's like he is the champ. Yeah, like his reputation, his reputation preceded him at that point because everyone knew who he was and what he had done. And to come into like the USSR, where it's like everyone hates Here, Americans. Everyone hates Americans. Yeah, like we're not, we're not the shit over there. It's like mm-hmm. that was all we are the new, enemy. Yeah, that was all like just yeah. it turned his kind of his kind of turned his world around a little right, bit. Right. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, this was all about like us versus them, mm-hmm. you know. It was very, very clear from the very beginning. Brigitte Nielsen, dude, hot. What the hell, man? Is she? I, and I know it's been a long time since this movie was filmed, but damn, she looked good in this movie. Nowadays, she looks all tore up. Very pretty. That fucking robot. <laughs> Happy birthday, Polly. The fucking robot had a phone. I want one. Ricky, you have to get me one of those robots for my birthday. Oh, <laughs> and I know you have a cell phone. I know this this movie's from 1985, but I want that robot because <laughs> that robot will serve me my cake. It'll bring me a beer. 
And especially after the sex change, the gender reassignment, <laughs> when it, when somehow it, he got the robot got a, a female voice, then I was like, man, I really want one of those robots now. <laughs> I, I I was waiting for that part because I remember uh, I remember that it changes its voice. Like I won't because at the beginning when it first comes out, it's like Happy Birthday, Polly. Happy it's birthday, like this Polly. real just it's... generic robotic right, voice. Right. And then the the next time you see it, yeah, yeah the next right. time you see it, it's like. Oh, Polly, I love you, and blah, blah, blah. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> just total female, like, oh, you know, she's just, she's in love with me. And even Rocky, yeah, he said, Polly says, oh, yeah, she's in love with me. And, and even Rocky's like, what the hell? What happened to the voice? What happened to his voice? It was very funny. Um, at times, I'm sorry to say, but the Russians sounded Armenian. <laughs> <laughs> Glendale. Glendale. The freeze frames were kind of getting on my nerves a little bit. Oh my god, I forgot about so those dudes. Many. At the end of like any little like I don't know some sort of dramatic thing, they would just freeze the frame and then it would transition. It would transition into the next scene, and I'm like, "What's the point of the freeze frame?" I don't that see that and the slow motion and it's the like, slow mo. Yeah, there was a lot of slow mo in this. Is this one? Is this the time when the slow mo was discovered? Because God damn, dude, I think this one even Rocky Three had some in it, uh-huh. and this is like. And it, but, it's almost like it's almost like they they used it as a dramatic tool, like yeah. to say, like to say, this, like focus on this. This is a very important part of this scene. Because you see, because it cuts to it, it cuts. He's in the, he's in his car and he's thinking back to everything that's happened since he started since part one. Yeah, he flashes back to the very beginning. Yeah, you know, meeting meeting Adrian, fighting, Shit, walking the, first the streets, fight. collecting money for that dude. That exactly, but he just went back all the way to the beginning. Cause, and you see scenes from one, two, and three. Yeah, because he's all distraught about about Apollo dying, and so he goes Mickey dying, Mickey dying. So he goes back all the way to the beginning, and it's like uh, even that, even the flashbacks were like annoying. <laughs> it's like okay, and I'm pretty sure you know it's been years. It, it was this was '85, and we said what the last one was '82. 82 or 83? I, it 82, was, you're right. 82. It was 82 because it was three years after the first one, after, after the, the second, second one. one. Right. It was just three years before. So even now, there's still, it's only been two years since since part three. So I'm pretty sure that people didn't remember everything that happened, but it was like, Jesus Christ, they basically told the entire Rocky story from beginning <laughs> to end. In a super long montage. Exactly. That, was, that, that was, wasn't really necessary. It wasn't really necessary, not <laughs> at all. And then the, the slow-mo, like when you see... <laughs> Because as he's flashing back, he thinks back to when Apollo gets murdered or he gets killed. Because he's, you see Apollo like he gets hit that last time, the last hit, yeah. And he's falling down like you know the slowest, the slow motion wave. Yeah, the, he's just the all the way. And then it cuts to Rocky being Himself, knocked out yes. and falling at the same rate. <laughs> and they, and then they cut to the towel that was in Rocky's hand that he should have during thrown. the Apollo Creed fight. <laughs> Which is falling at the same rate. <laughs> and it's like, come on. Like, seriously? Now I know how some people felt in Inception when there was that scene where the van is, is falling off the bridge <laughs> and it took forever for that fucking van to hit the water. Hey, they explained that. I know. No, I, I got it. You got it. Trust me. I, I, most, I think most of us that liked the movie got it. But those that didn't like it, that was the one thing they kept fucking hitting. He's like, the fucking van never hit the fucking water. Well, there's a point to it. But, you know, that, that's that was very similar, I think, to yeah, the this, Apia, we this isn't like that. This no, is no, no, definitely I know, not like that at all. I'm just saying, like, we're complaining about no, it the I way know. those people are complaining about that. That's very funny. Slow motion. Um, 
we we were kind of dicks and noticing that uh, Apollo's wife did not age well. Man, did she I not think age they well? changed actresses. Though. No, no, I think it's the same lady. Get the hell out of here, dude! If you want to look on my, on IMBD, but I am pretty sure that is the same lady. Because she wasn't I'm all curious that. Now. I'm she curious. wasn't all that all that hot to begin with. Like she wasn't like. But she no. She wasn't I like she was. She pretty. wasn't Miss Thing, but I thought she was pretty. She was. She was okay. In in that because we first saw her in two right in part two or part was one part, oh part one I think we saw part one even in the last one she looked a little not I don't want to say she looked raggedy but I mean she she was looking her age and in this one it just seemed like she just someone hit her with a fucking two by four okay so Apollo Apollo Creed's wife her name is Marianne the character's name is Marianne the actress's name is Sylvia made her third and final appearance Apollo Creed's wife Marianne Sylvia Meals oh I spelled it wrong that's she played Apollo Creed's wife, Marianne Creed, in Rocky 2 and Rocky 4. I thought she came out in all of them. She was in Rocky 2 and 4, and that's about it. I Here, let's see. Let's click on... Ah, here we go. According to IMDb, uh, in the original Rocky, Marianne Creed, the character, is played, like, is played by Lavelle Roby. Mm. In Rocky 2, it's Sylvia Meals, and in Rocky 4, again, it's Sylvia Meals. So it was a different actress. Oh. I was right. I, I was, was wrong. Changed. <laughs> and Jerry's a whore. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So, um, but even she, from from part two to part four, big difference. Yeah, she, she didn't. She, she didn't age well. It didn't seem like she aged very well. I loved having James Brown in this one. There was one. There was one dude in his backup band that had a mean Jerry curl. Remember that? That <sighs> <laughs> was sick. Uh, yeah, and so James Brown just, you know, singing and dancing around with, and then they did that cape thing. <laughs> they throw the cape on his shoulders, and then he stands up and he's holding his own cape. Bah, he walks off. That was awesome. The ugliest mustache in the world came back. Oh, come on. Ugliest mustache ever. It looked, you know what it looked like? It looked like two old paintbrushes. Yeah, I think when, this is how you described it the no, last time. I said bottle brush last time. This is worse. This is two old frayed paintbrushes that they're like all spread out and they're all You just don't know what a real, real manly mustache needs to look like. Dude, that's, that looked, that's what it is. It looked disgusting. It's jealous. I I find it funny that neither of the two main characters here, you know, uh of the of the Dragos, the Dragos, um, you know, uh Ivan and uh Ludmila. <laughs> neither of the two actors are actually Russian. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bridget Brigitte Nielsen is is uh, Danish, Dane, yeah, and Mr. Dolph Lundgren is Swedish. It's Swedish, <laughs> but they fit that whole tall, blonde, blue-eyed, you know, look. So yeah, that's what they wanted. So they got that. I liked in that first in, in the first fight between Apollo and and Ivan, and how Apollo slipped. I was saying um, my theory is that he slipped because of all the body oil on the mat. Because man. That that body oil makes for some beautifully oiled, chiseled bodies. Oh yes, <laughs> but they were dripping. Tell the, me they weren't dripping. The that return body of oil. the oily body. I don't know what the fuck they think. That is not. I think somehow they between filming that the the fight against Apollo Creed and Ivan Drago to the fight between Sebastian Stallone and Ivan Drago, it's like someone was like that doesn't look natural. <laughs> because when you when you watch the the Rocky Ivan Drago fight, right. It looks like real sweat. It right. looks like water. It looks like sweat coming out their bodies. It doesn't look all glistening. Shiny. Shiny. <laughs> With a sheen. Oh, man. I loved how that uh, that asshole Russian trainer guy or whatever he was at the end of uh, 
at the end of the of their uh, press conference when, when it's when they're announcing the fight between him and Rocky, and he's he gets, starts getting all pissed off and you know starts insulting the Americans, and then finally he goes, "We go." <laughs> he just stands up and everything. Hey, takes he's off. the boss, man. No, but I like the just we the go. The, <laughs> it's just the way he said it. I don't think he pointed in the air either, Jerry. He the threw way. his hand up in the air. Like, well, you pointed the whatever. You, know, like you went like this. Because they can see what you just did. Yeah, they can imagine it. Right. Okay. That license plate. Soft paw. Yes, but this. It's supposed to say South Paw. Yes, but you couldn't. It's a movie. They can make it happen. It doesn't have to be strictly. But it, it, would, it doesn't see, have to follow the license plate rules. If, if I saw that, it would have taken me completely out of the movie, and I just wouldn't have been able to enjoy it. Because the whole time I would have been like, "There's no way you could. They could have put that U in there to make it South Paw." Okay, then just take out the O altogether and just S T H P A W. But that would have been it would, fine. Then it would have been like Sith Paw, Sith Sooth Paw, <laughs> Sith Paw. Would have been no. I like Sith Paw better. You would like Sith Paw. <laughs> Makes it sound evil. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else do I have. I'm sorry, man. I may have to revert on my on my stance on Adrian from last week. You, there's no way she's I even think, hotter than this one. I think she might have gone back to ugly. I think she might have gone back to ugly in this one. Maybe I am jealous. So in my in my continuing tradition of calling places shitholes, in this one, Russia. Oh, sorry, Wyoming's a shithole. <laughs> and this guy, this fucking, <laughs> fucking Ricky. When uh, when Apollo's former trainer is now training Rocky for the Russian fight, and well, just before they actually really start training, uh, the trainer comes up to Rocky. I forget his name now, but he, the, he comes up to Rocky and he's like, you know, he gives him that little pep talk and stuff, and they finally hug at the end. And Ricky starts singing, Ebony and Ivory. It was a touching moment, man. It was, but there's no romance there. It was just. It doesn't. It wasn't necessarily have to be about romance. It was just about about a black man and a white man having a moment. You know, it didn't have to be a romantic Bond, moment. It was just a bonding, bonding moment. All right. That's all it was. Is that what that song is about? Why do you have to? Why, have to, why does that thing have to be about sex with you, Jerry? Because God, I, I'm that. You're such a man. That's about as the nicest thing you could ever have said to me. <laughs> like a gay man. Hey, that's you. <laughs> I know. So there's a in in the training montage. Uh, for the Russian fight, there's a training montage, and they enter. They they go. It's a montage forth. for everything. But they go. Yes, there's a montage for everything. But they go back and forth between in, in the Russian one. I'm talking about the Russian fight one. I know. They go back and forth between the training that Drago's doing and the training that Rocky's doing. And there's a, a scene where they did the slow motion fall, and they cut between two scenes of two things falling. And one is a tree that Rocky chops down. It's falling. And then they cut that. They cut back and forth between that and a sparring partner that Drago Drago knocks out. And so the two are falling at the same time. And I'm like, and again, how is a falling tree like a falling man? I don't understand the connection because, there. Because okay, because it comes down to Rocky had to chop down Ivan Drago because he was so fucking tall, <laughs> and the only way that he could beat him was to was to just chip away at him. He couldn't just knock him out. With one blow, so right. he, had, he had to repeatedly just hit him and hit him and hit him and hit him and hit him, and hit him until he couldn't take it anymore. And then just bam. Okay. So it was the same thing. What do you do with a tree? You don't just knock it down, just looking at it or All just right. pushing it over. All right, that's the so tree. What do you do? You just keep chopping down. I got it. Now that's the tree. Okay. What's... Now Dolph Lundgren with his with his opponent, it's just some punk. It's just some sparring partner. The same way that's, he felt yeah, about. The same way he felt about Rocky. Exactly. Ah. That's all it is. Nothing ah. but a chump. 
explained. Damn, I'm so fucking good at yeah, this. You are like, on the fly. <laughs> I didn't even think about that beforehand. You're a natural born bullshitter. Thank you. <laughs> I'll um, take that as a compliment. Please do. <laughs> Man, bearded Rocky. Fucking Hot. sexy. Sexy. Ciao. I was like, man, I've never seen Rocky like that before. I kind of like it. A little scruffy, a little, a little dirty. A little gritty. <laughs> Look like a lumberjack. Mm. Big Italian lumberjack. Break me off a piece of that. Um, and I called it as soon as, as soon as those fuck, as soon as they introduced the, the chaperones in Russia, his two little bodyguards or whatever you want to call them. I knew it as soon as I saw him. I was like, "There's gonna be, there's gonna come a point because the the guy makes it a point to say, "Wherever you go, they go." And I was like, "This motherfucker!" At some point, Rocky's gonna outrun them, and sure <laughs> enough, there's that scene where they're driving in a car behind him. He's running, and they get like stuck in a snowdrift, and Rocky just keeps going and outruns his chaperones. And but again, that that scene or that part of the movie did not make any sense to me. Was that? Like, I could understand them having him, him having chaperones, but what did they... If he wanted to go up the mountain, he wasn't going anywhere. He wasn't leaving Russia. I think... My guess is... Well, I'm, I'm, and this is a total guess on the fly. Uh, is that they wanted... They were basically keeping an eye on him to see what he was doing. Okay, but again, I mean, Ivan Drago had all the technology in the world. And he had steroids. So what were they worried? What allegedly, was Rocky going to do? Allegedly. Allegedly. Steroids. It could oh, have been a bullshit. It could have been a vitamin supplement, Ricky. Fuck that it was steroids. <laughs> it could have been a growth hormone. Yeah, for his penis. Because <laughs> it's so little. For his Steve. Ah, uh, for his scrote. So yeah, but I, I guess uh, you're right. Like, I could, I could, I kind of thought of that too. Like, yeah, they're probably just keeping an eye on him, make sure he doesn't do anything wrong. But like, make sure he's not doing anything of any of the stuff that. Drago's Drago's doing in his training, but everything he, everything that Drago did, I mean everything Rocky did, Ivan Drago did the same thing. Because eh, the, the whole thing when when he's pulling the cart, Ivan's in the in that in contraption, machine. right, right. When he's lifting up the when he's lifting up the rocks, Ivan's got the same equipment, right, just in a in a way different way, yeah, kind of different way. Yes, it was the exact same thing. Yes, but I, I, the the key difference is the injections that we saw. Okay. Maybe that's what they were keeping an eye out what? for, and they wanted to. They wanted to. They wanted to make sure that Drago was the only one taking the injections. Okay. <laughs> I would believe that, or I would be more inclined to to agree with you on that part if those same bodyguards were inside the house at all times, and they weren't. They were always outside. That's true. So if they were worried about steroids, wouldn't they have someone inside as well, spying on them? Maybe the people in the house. You never saw of- them. When oh, they're yeah, training, okay. Well, you saw them okay. briefly outside, right, right? Right? No, no, no. But I'm saying you're talking about you're talking strictly the chaperones. You never saw them inside, but maybe it's because the family or whoever it was that actually right. lived in the farmhouse were part of. But their there were group. several times where the you didn't Everyone see. They were alone. like in the barn, and there was it, was it was just the training, the trainers and and Rocky. And Rocky. Yeah, maybe. So your know. point is invalid. You know what? Your whole face is invalid. <laughs> I'm just throwing ideas out. Um, you're not a good. You're not as good a bullshitter as I am. But. Whatever. <laughs> um, it's. I thought it was funny how, excuse me, Drago had the same look. <laughs> had the same look during his during the fight between him and Rocky. He had the same look when Rocky just kept getting up. He was just like, "Come on, will you just lose it already?" Wasn't, it wasn't as bad as Apollo because Apollo, Apollo's was bad. Apollo was just like, 
Uh, and you see him, you see him just physically shake his head like, "What the fuck do I have to do to beat this fucker up?" And then I think, I think Ivan Drago had the same thought, but he just kind of looked up like, like "Damn!" Just exasperated. I'm gonna have just, to keep. I'm gonna have to keep this yeah, going. But it was flat. Like I kind of like picked it was, up on that. It too. was pretty funny the, the similarities. Okay, and come on, the the Soviet crowd starts chanting Rocky's name. Really? Again, it goes down to that whole. Russia versus U.S. where I, I think they they view us a certain way. Okay, but they, we're led to believe that that all of a sudden in one boxing but match, that goes, they're going to start cheering for the Americans? Like I said, it goes back to the propaganda. It's like it, This is a pro-U.S. You're right. movie. You're right. You're so of course right. they're going to have that ending where, oh, he magically convinced everyone by with his fighting style <laughs> in Russia. Including the premier. Including the premier who was supposed to be the Gorbachev, pre- right? The premier or the president? No, premier. They call him a premier in Russia. Oh. All right. The Soviets or call a premium. Premier. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Anyway. Yeah. No, no. It wasn't, it wasn't just his fighting style, Jerry. It was a speech. No, but they the started speech. chanting his name. Fuck you. They started chanting his name but he didn't get, during he, the fight before he, he even did Gorbachev, his speech. He didn't get Gorbachev, quote unquote Gorbachev, yes. until, he, he, until he made his speech. But that's... I know. That's true. What's but, what I'm saying? But... It, it it got everyone else. Yeah, because they were all peons. They were all simple-minded fools. They got fools. them all started down that road. The more intellectual ones didn't get it until they, they, like, until they heard the words. No, we are all about Ivan Drago. And then all of a sudden, oh, we like Rocky. Him good speech giver. He's, <laughs> he is inspiring man. Me like you the way he talky. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. And I thought that for just one movie, just once, I was going to get away from that Fucking music at the end. It's so fucking horrible. It's oh, cheesy. it's not. Come it's on. It's bad. It's bad. It's cheesy. It's happy. It's cheery. I don't like it. It's awesome. I would have. I would have rather have heard "I Have a Tiger" again. <laughs> you heard it at the beginning of the movie. <sighs> fucking music. Anyway, oh, well, shut up. That's all I have. <laughs> Best song ever. <laughs> It's so bad. Uh, it's you'll, bad. You'll change. You'll change your mind. Like the Russians did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should start clapping slowly. You should be like... <laughs> We're dumb. <laughs> okay, so I think, all right. well, you're done? I'm done. That's, That's all you all got? That's all I have. Well, then let's check up on the fuck o Yeah, since we don't have any any fucks in any of these damn movies because they're all PG. Stupid fucking PG. Goddamn movies. Was this one still rated PG? Yes. Okay, so there still wasn't any PG-13. No, I don't know about the next one. I think part five is still follows the same. Still PG. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we didn't have any fucks. So, we reverted, so we, were, we reverted back to the... You know. You know. The you know a meter. Uh-huh. So, as you, if you've been listening to the, fast, the past, what, three podcasts? Yes. Maybe four. No, because we started in three. Yes. Yeah, we started in two. We always we started with part two, but we've been doing the you know meter, which has also failed us miserably. Because no, because the first time we did it, it was it was a rousing success. Yeah, and then it failed we us like crazy. Well, stupid Rocky had to be all educated and shit. Part three, there was. Hey, I'm smart. Look at me. I got money. Hey yo, I don't say you know anymore. You know. 
Anyways. <laughs> so on the you know meter, I only got 10. I know Jerry got more because Jerry's a bitch. I got 14, sucker. Some bitch. 14. And I probably missed a couple here and there. Mm-hmm. But I got 14. In your face. I and, and I cheated once. Yeah. No, you cheated a couple of times. You once. Bastard. Once my ass. The other time I was breathing and I couldn't hit the button fast enough. <laughs> That's yeah. I was be- I heard it. I just I couldn't get my finger on the Yeah, the I, missed, I, I missed the clicker. Mm-hmm. Clicky thingy. Little biatch. Suck my dick, Jerry. <laughs> I gotta take this shit from you. I don't care if it is your goddamn birthday. <laughs> Kiss my ass. You have to learn how to respect your fucking elders. That's true. You are my elder. That's right. Six months, and bitch. You'll always be my elder. Yeah. Actually, it's only about five. Shut up. <laughs> God damn! I want to punch you in like a Steve right now. <laughs> I must break you. I must. <laughs> <laughs> I must break you. All right. So yeah. So that does it for the fuck. Oh, meet up plugs. Yes. I'm going to start off with a different plug this time. (gasps) I brought this this up to Ricky and uh, our other friend, Carolyn. Um, I I would like it if everyone would take a minute and visit uh, dogsforthedeaf.org, I think it is, .org. Um, But I think you can just find them if you just Google Dogs for the Deaf. Um, it's a very, uh, I happened to catch a newsletter of theirs that was sent to my office at work, you know, my office. And, uh, I guess it's normally used as a resource for our social workers. But what this organization does is it's a two part kind of thing. What they do is they go to, um, animal shelters around, I think California and Oregon. They rescue dogs that are in danger of being put down and, um, they take them to their facility and train them if they're good enough to be trained. Um, they train them to become aids for hearing impaired and uh, hard of hearing elders, individuals. And uh, I thought that was a very cool thing. And um, reading the newsletter, there was all, there were all kinds of letters sent in from the people who actually had these dogs that had received them and were being helped by them. Very, very inspiring work and a very worthwhile cause, I think. So give it a, a couple of minutes, look over their website, maybe, you know, sign up for their email newsletter or their actual newsletter, their paper newsletter. And if you can, you know, send them a couple of bucks. You know, I think it's a very worthwhile cause. And um, I, I kind of threw this idea out to Ricky. That I, was, I was hoping that I could somehow raise a little bit of money for the organization and then we might be able to drop it off uh, on our way up to Seattle later this year. And, and maybe be able to take a tour of their facilities because they're based out of Oregon. So they're going to be basically on our way up there. So I thought, you know, during one of our, one of the days that we were, we would be driving, we could stop by and take a tour of their facility. Anyway, um, Dogs for the Deaf, um, is a, I think is a very cool organization. And of course, geekswhodrink.com for our pub quiz. Um, you know, visit geekswhodrink.com to find a pub quiz near you. Mine is yeah. in Costa Mesa. Yeah, folks, uh, we normally don't get too serious on this podcast, but I think it's pretty cool. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's something different, something that none of us really think about. I mean, check it out. Give it a little, give it a look-see. Yeah. Because, because I mean, I, and I, the, the, the thing I like most about it is that it's a two-part charity. They rescue animals from shelters, you know, because these animals are more than likely going to be put down. They rescue them, and then they turn around and train them to be companions and aides for and not only like hard of hearing people or deaf people, they train them to help autistic children, uh, special need, other special needs adults. I mean, all kinds of stuff. It's it's really it's a good cause. Yeah, it's really awesome the work that they do, and I think so, it's uh, worth taking a look at. At least take a look at the website, check yeah. it out, read some of the similar letters that people have written. Um, just read what it's about. 
if you can spare a few bucks here or there, whatever, you know, find the time to, to take the time. I mean, find the time to actually donate because, you know, it helps out. Any little bit helps, you know, it goes far. And um, I, the other thing I liked about them is that it didn't, and they made it a point to say that they don't, um, they're not pushy. They're not, you know, they're not always calling you, sending you letters, you know, kind of uh, begging for donations. They kind of just let you know what's going on and, you know, give you the opportunity to give, but they're not like pressuring you to give all the time. Like a lot of charities mm -hmm. can do, you know what I mean? And yeah, you know, it's like you got to get the word out, but it can come across as being a little overbearing and pushy. So a lot of people, I think, probably, <clears throat> they probably um, refrain from donating because of that. Yeah. And, you know, and it, it's... It seemed to be pretty cool. It's not, yeah, it's it's not, and it's not a huge, it's not a huge charity. It's not United Way or you know any of the other Red Cross, Red or Cross, something like that. that. But it, I mean, if you're if you're an animal lover, if you if you have a dog at home or a cat, you know, take a look at the website. I know times are tough. It's times are times are tough for everybody right now. But you know, one less coffee mocha a month or whatever will you know. Five bucks that you can spare. Yeah. It would be awesome. Yeah. So. Or even if you just send them like a $20 check, you know, once a year. Okay. You know. Like, I, they, I'm sure they appreciate anything. So, I thought that was really cool. And so, hopefully we'll be, uh, I'm going to try to get in contact with them and hopefully get some more information about them. So. Sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Dogs for the Deaf. Dogsforthedeaf.org. Look them up. I'm not I sure about that website. Um, I don't really have anything that I can plug this week. No, I don't have anything. Um, anime, watch anime. Anime is good. Um, I love Full, full Metal Alchemist. Yay, Full Metal. <laughs> uh, other than that, I think that's it. Next week, of course, we're gonna continue and we're gonna finish off that's it. This is the, last the Rocky one. series. We're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna watch uh, Rocky Five, which is the uh, not the final film in the series, but. I've seen the last one. I've seen the sixth one, which is Rocky Balboa, and so is Jerry. So there really is no point in watching it and discussing it because we've seen it, mm -hmm. which is not the point of this podcast. The point of this is to watch stuff that we haven't seen. Um, so yeah, so next week we'll watch. We'll finish it up with uh, with Rocky Five, and then after that, I think it's Fargo. Yeah, from what I remember from what Jerry was telling me, that one seemed to elicit a. Strong response. Well, a lot of the movies. Strong reaction. Yeah. A, a lot, lot of the movies have, that we have. This one in particular. It this yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it more next week. Ricky had murder in his eye when he heard that when he when he found out that I hadn't I haven't it's seen It's such a good movie. <laughs> but yeah. So that, that's it. So we'll see you guys next week. Um keep in contact again. Website is uh dot com. Uh, look us up on Facebook. We're at uh, Crimes Against Pop Culture, and Twitter, Twitter, which is at at Crimes Against PC, and then our email is Crimes Against. I mean, yeah, Crimes Against Pop Culture at Gmail dot com. So I think that's it. That's it. So we'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Stay moist. Stay moist.